Hello and welcome to Her Ambitious Career, the success podcast for corporate women who want more from their lives and careers. Each week, we share career and leadership strategies to help you set stretching goals, own your value, build visibility and credibility, gain recognition, get paid and confidently take your career to that next level. Whatever your ambition, let's do this thing. Now, here's your host and career success expert, Rebecca Allen. Hey there, I am so excited. Today is our last episode for 2023. How have we got to the end of 2023? already. It's absolutely crazy how fast time has flown. And there have been some incredible highlights of this year. It's been a tough year for a lot of people out there. And I'd really love to come to you today to talk a little bit about the year that has just passed and to make sure that we're getting into that habit of reviewing and connecting with ourselves and asking ourselves the questions about what's been working, maybe what's not been working so well, And to also take stock of all the phenomenal things that you have achieved. Because I think it's so important that we do that. It's so easy to get stuck into the busyness of the universe and just be plowing on with more and more and more and taking on more and more responsibility without actually checking in and asking yourself, what am I here to celebrate? What's actually worked really well? What am I going to learn from this experience too, of course? But what have I actually achieved? I think it's really important to take stock. So today I'm coming to you today to give you some help, some pointers if you like, to do that kind of review and to look at how the last 12 months has really played out for you. As always, you might want to have a notebook. You might want to write down some notes and some ideas. I'm always hoping that you're thinking that, you know, I can take these strategies and think about them practically. That's all about what we're about. Obviously, if you're doing a walk around the park and you've got your earbuds in, your ear pods, and you're walking around the park and walking the dog or something like that, you can't write things down. But make a mental note or make some notes on your phone or something like that. Because the more that we actually connect our learning with what we're listening and then we're writing and we're doing kinesthetic learning, the more it goes into the system and we remember it and we recall it and we think more deeply about it. So passive listening isn't always the best way to absorb information, which is why I'm always talking about having a notebook at your side. So let's have a think about 2023. What has worked well for you? What's been working really well? What's been going in the right direction? What big wins have you had this year? That might be something else to consider. And it might not necessarily just be the big wins. There might be some small wins that have happened. Maybe you've had made some sort of incremental inroads into a project that you've been working on or something that's been bothering you in your personal life or whatever it might be. But what are the wins? Have a think about what the wins have been first. What have you learned? What have you taken out of this year? What challenges have you had? Because challenges can be, you know, actually valuable experiences in many respects. Even really awful experiences can have some positive learnings that we can draw from them. So have a think about what you've challenged, what has really challenged you this year and what you've taken out of those experiences. How have you grown? What have you learned? What have you decided you're not going to do next time, for example, to avoid that challenge happening again? What challenge have you overcome, perhaps? 
And I'd love you to think always, what would you like to pat yourself on the back about? So there might be some real emotional win that you had. You might have had some, you know, promotional opportunity that you've pushing, been pushing for for absolutely ages and you've landed it this year. I actually had a client um, in mid-session and the phone rang and, you know, she was expecting to get um, an interview. And I said, oh, you've got to take it just in case it's the person, you know, the, the hiring manager. And she went, no, no, I won't. Anyway, it called again. It rang again. And mid-session, she was asked to come for an interview for a job she really, really wants. So what's, you know, what are those kinds of experiences that you've had? That's the first time, by the way, that's happened during a session. During a coaching session, a client got an interview that she really, really wanted. But um, it was cool that it happened during a session. I could actually see her reaction on the phone. That was very cool. Normally, I, normally I hear about it retrospectively. They call me up and they're like, Rebecca, I've got the interview. I'm so excited. So um, now we need to work on the actual interview. Let's do some coaching around that. But it was pretty cool seeing her get her, um, her interview offer on the phone. Anyway, I digress slightly. Um, but look, I, th- I think it's really important to take stock of all those things, the good things, the highs, the lows, what you've learned from it, what's going well, what could be better, you know. And the reality is, is that, you know, we all spend about a third of our life at work. A third of our life. How scary is that? And because of this, I really wanted to talk about a few aspects of working life today that you can take a bit of time to think about, to ask yourself how you're tracking on these measures too, because I think it's really important. There's just five, I think, that I'm sharing with you. So have a think about these. Have a think about how much, you know, you're feeling like aligned with these ideas that I'm going to share right now. How is your work really giving you these important aspects of working life? Remember, it's a third of your life. You want to be making sure that you're doing all that you can to make sure that your career is working for you. So first and foremost, you might just think about this concept because it's so important that you feel aligned with the work that you do. It's really important that the work you do feels meaningful to you. And if there's one thing I've learned over the nearly 15 years I've been coaching is that concept of meaningful outcomes, if you like, means something different to everybody. And you've got to understand what does it look like for me? What does it feel like? What does it sound like for me to have a meaningful day, a meaningful output, a meaningful year? What does that really look like? What needed to have happened in those 12 months for you to feel like it was meaningful? The second thing that I think is really important, whether you're at home or at work, is that it's about being authentic. And if you're not authentic at work, what it tends to do is it erodes your sense of worth and your sense of power. And ultimately, that's going to make you really unhappy, right? So I think authenticity is something that we bandy around. It's a word that we bandy around a lot. What does it really mean to be authentic? Again, it means something different for everybody. But when we're inauthentic, then we know that we feel frustrated. We feel unhappy. We feel misaligned. We feel like we're doing ourselves a disservice. So if you're having to show up in a way that you know is contradicting yourself, that you know is compromising your own values, that is not showing up authentically. So that's a really important aspect of identity and showing up as the leader that you really want to be. Thirdly, Work should bring with it learning. It should bring with it growth. It should bring with it stretch, especially if that's something that you value. You know, I I talk a lot with ladies who have essentially reached the ceiling of a role. So, you know, they've kind of gone, well, I I kind of achieved everything that I can in this role, but I don't know how to next look for that next step and, and get to that next opportunity. If the learning has gone, and for some people, variety is another big value, you know, that comes together with learning. If that's missing, then you need to be doing something about it. 
The fourth idea is that idea of getting recognition, of course. Are you getting the recognition that you absolutely deserve at work? And if not, what do you want to do about that? And then the last idea is simply, do you have the support that you need to thrive? Are you being set up for success? Are you being given the support, the resource that you need? So let's just recap these ideas. So are you feeling aligned with the work? Does it feel meaningful to you? Are you showing up authentically or do you feel like you're somehow having to compromise yourself? Are you getting results? Are you getting the recognition that you absolutely deserve? Are you progressing or do you feel stagnant? Are you getting growth opportunities? That's such a big one for a lot of people. And do you have the support? Do you have the advocacy? Do you have the sponsorship? Do you have the mentorship perhaps and the strategies that you need to really, really do an absolutely great job? Those are the questions you want to be asking yourself. And if there are some question marks around some of those, then it might be time to start thinking, okay, how do I change this? How do I make this different? How do I actually back myself here and start working on what needs to change? And this is exactly the kind of coaching work that I do with clients, help them feel more aligned, help them understand what's meaningful to them, help them show up as the woman that they absolutely want to be and the leader that they absolutely want to be too, so that they can bring their best to work. That's the absolute key to it. You've got to come to work bringing your best to work and not play small, right? We don't want to have a, a version of you that is just the tip of the iceberg or just the kind of tiny little um, little amount of you that we really need to see. We need to see the whole of you. And often that's a confidence thing. I find a lot of times it is about confidence, but it's also about support. You need to have the people around you. And I don't just mean from a coaching perspective. I, I mean from an advocacy perspective, the sponsorship perspective to help you get there. So just to give you a bit of insight, like a bit of behind the scenes, if you like, of what goes on in our business and in our practice, I coach between 40 and 50 women, corporate women, every single year in a one-to-one context. So we have lots of things going on in our business, but in a one-to-one, the absolute high-end premium element, if you like, of coaching, where we work one-to-one with clients to help them build their confidence, to help them build their understanding of their brand and how they really want to show up to raise the bar at work, and whilst getting that critical support and sponsorship that they absolutely need to land their best roles. And I absolutely love what I do. I love seeing the women around me grow and develop and see themselves in a totally new light. Because when you start seeing yourself differently, you get out of your own way and you start just building that understanding of how you want to show up. Everything starts to change for you. And as I review the year 2023, and that year that's just passed us by, I feel enormously, enormously proud of the women in our Illuminate community. They are amazing what these women achieve. And through our coaching programs, Personal Branding Blueprint, Elevate Your Executive Profile, Influential Communicator, Career Accelerated Game Plan, these are some of our one-to-one programs. I have seen over 80% of our clients land promotions or move into new roles internally within the last 12 months. That is an awful lot of progress. I've also seen over 40% of those women, some of the same women, some different women, successfully negotiate pay rises. And almost all of my clients talk about that shift in perception that key stakeholders have of them, suddenly being regarded as that 
trusted advisor, that strategic contributor to the organization. And that really fills me with pride that the work that I'm doing is genuinely creating outcomes in the real world out there where people are being perceived differently and they're being seen as that top 10% talent and they're being promoted and they're being pushed into new opportunities and given those opportunities to get that exposure at a different level altogether. And absolutely, I'm psyched to say that almost all of my clients report a shift in confidence because that's what it's all about. Our business is called Illuminate Personal Growth for a reason. We have to work on our own growth and how we're seeing ourselves first and develop our mindset and develop the strategies to help ourselves move forwards before we can then layer on leadership skills and layer on personal brand strategy and credibility strategy and visibility strategy. These things have to come second to working on yourself first and understanding yourself first and creating that identity around the leader you want to be and that congruency and that alignment. So there is just nothing basically internally blocking your progress and getting out of your way. So that shift in confidence in so many of my clients is so common and it's so profound and it makes me so unbelievably happy because I love seeing women just get out of their own way and that's when the momentum totally shifts. The overthinking stops, the second guessing stops, that feeling stuck stops. All of that stops when you start working on yourself and then you can start focusing on clarity instead objectivity instead rather than personalizing what's going on and and criticizing yourself we get objective and we start looking at things a lot more practically and that self-assuredness that just comes across in everything that you do whether you're walking into a meeting or whether you're chairing a a meeting or whether you're building a team and whether you're engaging a team all of that self-assuredness just kind of comes in and then you know you're less concerned about what people might be thinking about you or how your actions might be judged, you kind of get to a point where you just don't care and you just want to drive things forwards and you just want to make things happen and you get out of your own way entirely. Wouldn't that be just so liberating? Absolutely, of course it would, to rid yourself of all of that baggage. So here are my closing thoughts for 2023. You know, and I want you to think about 2023 as that learning journey that you've just come through But I'd love you to think about what you want for the year ahead and 2024 and what does that look like for you? How excited are you about that year ahead of you? Here are my passing or finishing statements to help you with that. Okay, number one, in 2024, I want you to be kind to yourself. We women work extraordinarily hard. We're often juggling multiple roles at the same time and we're often very, very hard and our worst critic, I think. So... I want you to be kind to yourself in 2024. You're already doing a phenomenal job and you're already doing everything that you possibly can to be the best version of you. Sometimes we're unaware of what's actually really there. So we're always like, you know, there's this positive intention, if you like, of showing up how we really want to. But often there's more there. There's more potential there that we're not really seeing And I think that's the important thing that coaching can really help you achieve is to tap into all of that. And in the process of that, being really kind to yourself and nurturing to yourself because it's it's an eye-opening journey. And I don't want to add more to your plate. I want you to understand that you can do less, essentially, to feel bigger and better and stronger. And that's the exciting thing about coaching. The second thing that I want to say to you for 2024 
is don't wait for outcomes to happen for you. You have to make them happen, okay? Working hard or harder or harder still is not a strategy. And we have to wake up to the fact that working hard is not going to give us the outcome we want, okay? All that's going to do is overwork and burn out. That's the result you're going to get from that. I want you to think about working smarter in 2024. Don't wait for the outcomes to happen. We have to make them work for ourselves. We have to start getting more strategic. We have to start asking for the outcomes we want. We have to start believing in the offering that we have much more deeply. And we have to have to just sort of show up in the way that we absolutely need to, to, to get ahead. And look, if you're struggling, get help. There's no point in doing this alone. The corporate world can be really, really isolating and alienating for a lot of people, not just women, obviously men too, but get support, get mentorship, engage a coach. Like I say, you don't need to do this alone. And look, a great place to start if you're looking for some inspiration and a starting point, a great place to start is our inner circle. It's our entry-level program for women who are frustrated with their lack of career progress. So if you're curious to learn a little bit more about yourself, if you're curious to learn more about personal brand strategy, to build your executive profile, then head to our website, illuminategrowth.com.au. I'll put it in the show notes and click the button there to join our inner circle. There is the most fantastic project in there. We call it the personal brand project, which is a great starting point for women who just want to start thinking about what is this all about? How do I engage a coach? What does it look like? How do I, you know, really gain value from the strategies that you talk about on this podcast every single fortnight, Rebecca? And also, so go to our website, illuminategrowth.com.au and click personal brand project, the inner circle. So before I go, because this is our last podcast for the year, I just wanted to thank the people around me and my team for all the amazing hard work that they put into this business and to support me and to build our tech and to do all the marketing and everything else that happens. It's all there. And I really wanted to say a massive thank you to Heidi, to Ambrose, to Jim, to Linda. You are all absolutely amazing phenomenal human beings. I love you. And I'm so grateful for everything that you do for me, for the business and for bringing what we can do to life because we really wouldn't be having the impact that we have every single year, year on year without your expertise and support. I also wanted to say a big thank you and a big shout out to my partner, Ross, who is absolutely amazing. He has been my champion and my support and has listened to me talk about all sorts of business strategies over the 20 plus years that we've been together. And I'm so grateful for for you too, for your love and for your support. So ladies, thank you so much. Have the most phenomenal Christmas. It's going to be Christmas really soon. I absolutely love you all. It's been a pleasure to come to you absolutely again. And like I say, if you're looking for support, get the support. Don't do this alone. It's so lonely doing it alone and isolating. It's hard. And I've seen, you know, women going up the ladder and getting, it gets harder and harder, you know, because you're supposed to know all the answers the more senior you become. And sometimes you don't know the answers. And sometimes you do need to be vulnerable. And sometimes you do need to have a bit of a cry. And that's okay, you know. So go to illuminategrowth.com.au, look for the personal brand project, click on the button, read more about it. And if you want to get started, get started right away. It's an entry level program. Okay. So can't wait to see you in there because there is so much, there is so much in there for you. I love you. I'll speak to you soon. Take care. 